Welcome to the Enlighten Up podcast. I'm Lisa Watson and we'll be joined by my co-hosts Nicole Frolick and Brian Koenigberg. The Enlighten Up podcast is a weekly show that provides an unconventional and refreshing spin on spirituality, where three friends and weekly guests share informative, fun, and usually off-the-wall conversations. Unlike others, we provide fringe and skeptical viewpoints on all topics, because our experience has taught us that the echo chamber is a boring place from which to learn. So regardless of where you are in your spiritual journey, we can promise you, you're going to find a place to fit in here. So we invite you to grab a drink and listen in on our casual, entertaining, and hopefully enlightening conversation. And Enlighten Up is a self-funded podcast. So if you would like to help us to continue to be able to produce, enhance, and expand the show for our audience, then please send your support using the link in the show notes or go to our website, lightenup.us, and check out our merchandise shop where you can purchase merchandise that will allow you to express some spiritual humor. You may also show your support by leaving us a review on iTunes and following us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Thank you all so much for listening and supporting us. And now let's jump right into the episode. Hey, everyone, welcome back to the Enlighten Up podcast. I'm here with Lisa and Brian, our um, very open minded person (laughs) who's not a skeptic anymore. (laughs) Uh, We are happy to have a returning guest, Alexis Buck, who is a psychology researcher and blogger specializing in space weather's effect on our mind and bodies. She's using social media platforms to report space weather events and additional data. The platforms have become a helpful group therapy for those sensitive to space weather events and Schumann resonance enthusiasts. Alexis, welcome back to the podcast. How are you doing today? Thank you for having me and I'm doing lovely. I hope all of you are doing well. It's been a long time, but I I do miss you and I'm glad to be here. Yeah, we we miss you too. And we miss the day where you, Lisa and I went out for lunch and then we saw an alien on the car window. (laughs) Remember? Yeah, that was a fun day. Yeah. That lunch spot. Yeah. That's so fun. So what have you been up to? I know you've had quite a few adventures over the last year because we it's been almost a year since you've been on the podcast, hasn't it? Or maybe longer. Yeah, I'd say a lot has happened in the year, but I haven't been on the podcast. I think I've been busy living in a van, RV and traveling around Western USA to basically anywhere that'll have us and also seeing a bunch of sacred sites on the way. It's been a lot of fun. It's it's a big challenge to live in such a constricted environment, but it's I think I'm being put in some type of boot camp for being the ultimate patient and and completely aware person that I need to be <laughs> at all times. That sounds exciting. Yeah. It's actually been, it'll be two years in January that we've right. had you on. <clears throat> two years. Wow. Oh my right. gosh. Time flies. Time's fun when you're having flies. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> so Alexis, you have been doing a lot with the Schumann Resonance. Do you want to kind of, because I'm pretty sure, Brian, do you know about the Schumann? Yeah. I Just tell me because I don't know. Okay. Alexis. Go on and enlighten all of us here about the Schumann Resonance and why you're working with it. Well, I'm working with it because the Schumann Resonance seems to be a frequency that's related to our own brainwaves and can be considered the brainwaves of our own planet. Some people call it the heartbeat of the planet, but they actually range in human brainwaves and connect with our human brainwaves. So in my opinion, it's more appropriate to call them brainwaves of the planet. And they use them in 
any type of environment that's off planet, like astronauts and so on need to have the Schumann resonance frequencies present in their cabins so they can kind of keep their brainwaves and their mind, body, and spirit all in one place, it seems. And so it's very fascinating when the Schumann resonance gets disturbed, which there are public records, live updating graphs of the Schumann resonance and how it's being disturbed at any time. And recording then the public responses to this activity. And it seems to have an overwhelming connection so much so that I've been studying it now for like four or five years, more seriously, the last three years, but yeah, it's, it's an incredible phenomenon. I've done, I've done talks about it. I've been on podcasts about it. I like to educate about it because I want to know more about it personally. And I want to know how it actually is impacting people. And then those who do know about this science and are involved with the uh, manipulation of our ionosphere and our atmosphere with whatever radars and things like that, what they're actually doing to the mental state of the people because disturbing that area is like disturbing our own minds, it seems, in the research I found. So I find it to be really important and really fascinating. And I love I love to talk about it for just so people can be aware that there's this thing out there that is involved with our own brains. So you said that the they have the Schumann residence with the astronauts. How I don't understand. Can you like give me like a fourth grade explanation of what this Schumann residence is? It's just like a sound sound Res- waves resonance resonance sound waves or that's right frequency. It is it is a sound in a way. It is a frequency. Like you probably it's not really in the audible range uh, these noises, but it ranges from. It goes 7.83 hertz is the average of the first fundamental frequency. And then there's a few other notes that in can, consists the Schumann resonances. So it's like 7 hertz, 14 hertz, 21 hertz, 23. And these are just crude numbers. But these particular hertz are played and they resound in our ionosphere, which is like the highest layer. And it's the electrical layer of the Earth's atmosphere. And this sound or these frequencies, they are in the same range as our own brainwaves usually hang out. And so they found when they put astronauts deep, deep underground in an isolated chamber, I guess they were out of range of these human resonances in this test. And it caused them to have major uh, issues. They were having issues with headaches and kind of not being able to stay really conscious or in their body, like they would be rather uh, discombobulated in a lot of ways. So it is said that they have to recreate these frequencies on like the space station. So they're just like they need food and water. They also need this Schumann resonance to be present in their environment to live. That's really interesting. When you were saying that in the beginning about how when they're on these ships and they're out in space that they need something to anchor into frequency wise so that they stay in body, mind, spirit of what they're used to here on earth. I had no idea that that was even a thing. Like that once you leave this ionosphere uh, and you go somewhere else that you would be in a completely different frequency that would be so foreign to what you know. So it would, yeah, that makes total sense. Where does it come from? Is it just from the planet itself and where we are in the universe? 
Yeah, it seems to be created by incoming cosmic energy from the sun and from the stars and so on. And that stimulates that layer of the atmosphere. And also it seems to be coming from discharges of lightning. So it's an it's an earthly-based and space-based sort of place where frequencies seem to um where the the frequency that is in that cavity, because of the shape of the cavity, those frequencies get excited and amplified because of either space energy or earth energy, it seems. And that's the most basic way I've been able to understand it. And ironically, since I've been studying, the the Wikipedia page has gotten way more in depth about what the Schumann resonance is. So if you want to look it up, there is that's honestly one of the best places I've found re- information. And when I first heard about this, there was not that much data about it publicly available, which to me was ridiculous because if something like that is so prevalent and so necessary, even for space travel, um, we should probably know about it. And my whole psychology degree, there was no mention of such a thing. And this thing, such an, (laughs) such a direct impact of us being earthlings on this planet and how we function. It's so funny. And it's just this thing that nobody really even talks about. So, so does, so does this have anything to do with Robert Schumann, the composer? Is that who it's named after? No, I don't believe mm. so. He was named after a person named Schumann, and he was the person who, I guess, mathematically predicted the existence of the Schumann resonance. And then I guess later on, they were able to make the antenna and the equipment that would pick up those frequencies at that height of atmosphere. And so I guess he just, he got claim to the, oh, okay. the fame afterwards. Thank Thanks to math skills. Oh, yay, math! <laughs> you know, it's a good, it's good. Some it really works for some people. Yeah. So when are when what are some of the things that are common things that people are expressing? Say when there's a spike in the Schumann resonance. Uh, what are thing things that people are reporting to you that they're either experiencing or feeling? Well, when a spike happens, I either get one or two sort of areas of reaction. A lot of people will either go more sick, I would say, and that's kind of a really broad term, but they will feel more down. They will feel tired. They will feel discombobulated. They may even have nausea or unsteadiness. They'll have ringing in their ears, migraines. There's a lot of things that can happen in that direction. And then on the opposite direction, a lot of people will say that they have a boost in energy and they have a boost in their psychic abilities. They have more coincidences and almost telepathic moments with their friends and family. They will notice more inspiration to do creative projects. So it is an extremely fascinating phenomenon to follow. And thankfully, we've been able to help a lot of people who have adverse reactions into getting into a place where they're having better reactions. Because in the end of the day, it really is, how are you responding to the Earth's natural frequencies? And it seems like there's some meddling going on, but on a normal organic life planet, there would be no problem, I feel like, when the Earth's frequencies are being active because we are we are a part of it. And we'd be we'd just be going with the flow instead of fighting it or having weird reactions. 
And do you think some of that meddling is um, like food, chemicals in our food, chemicals in our air, um, like that sort of thing? I totally would say that those are options. I mean, I usually tell people to try and heavy metal detox and things like that, especially when they're having migraines and other issues. And yeah, having a higher vibrational diet, they call it, where you're eating more plant-based instead of denser, fattier foods or toxic, you know, totally not real. A lot of sugar is definitely not helpful. Mm -hmm. And so it, yeah, over trial and error, talking with hundreds and hundreds of people really about their reactions, I've been able to kind of gather this data, but I don't have all the answers yet. No, but you've got some stuff that's definitely pointing in a very common direction. Totally. Oh, that's wild. And what about these? Um, <clears throat> have you been noticing that the Schumann resonance spikes have been increasing in their periodic like in the like how often they're occurring have they, they've been happening more often or do there seem to be longer breaks like what is your experience it's been really tough because it does change almost every day the pattern and I've been watching the patterns for a few years so over the years it has been pretty active the whole time that I've been watching I wouldn't say that there's been a huge substantial noticeable difference in the power often we're getting these spikes, but how many people are aware of it and who are correlating their own symptoms to this phenomena has increased over the last few years. And the conscious awareness of this phenomena has increased. And so people respond differently to the blast every time. And the dad, the data is still like shifting all over the place because more and more people are coming on on to talk about it. So <laughs> it's tricky to know exactly what's going on, but I would say that something is going on. And I think the biggest theme around this is that the Schumann resonance has some kind of connection to an increase of consciousness and this like galactic shift that seems to be going on that people are talking about. And that's why I studied it because I was thinking that this might be my biggest clue to watch the psychology of humanity shift and see if it had any correlation to like the, the earth and the sun and all these other things that are supposedly shifting too. And it seems like that there is a healthy argument towards that being a true fact, which is super cool. And, but I'm still very open to it being not true. So I've been, I've been riding cautiously this trend. How did you get into it? How, how did you find out about it or, you know, make it something that you wanted to, to study in such depth? Well, I did a psychology degree and, you know, I read, I don't even know how many f books they made me buy and read. And none of them talked about this phenomena. When I heard about it, I think I heard about it from Dr. Joe Dispenza. And he does a lot of those types of studies as well. He studies brain waves, he studies consciousness, and he has a psychology, you know, group of work. And he spoke about it at one point and I was shocked to hear that such a thing exists and how there's no like that I had not heard about it in how many years of studying this stuff and environmental factors that mm -hmm. affect our minds and mice's minds and whatever, but never, you know, and it's such a simple thing in my opinion too. It makes a lot of sense to me. So basically it's like a pulse on the collective consciousness. Like you can watch, or this is your theory that you can watch how we're evolving consciously 
through the through the Schumann and how high it is or what it's aver- averaging. It's funny because I've talked about it a bunch of times, but I've never put it quite into that that way. And it makes total sense that that's exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I'm watching I'm watching the pulse of the collective consciousness trying to yeah using just one instrument which is supposed to be measuring the earth's own brainwave patterning so it's very it's very cool and it has worked really i can often every post i've had whenever it's a blast i get like dozens and dozens of people commenting maybe sometimes hundreds of people coming and reaching out to me and saying this day will i will never be the same something happened to me i felt like i went through this and that and like usually something they won't forget sometimes like it's very substantial awakenings and things that are happening when there's more of this sound present nicole you know how you you did that in depth i know you did a video about it but you talk about power versus force and it just made me think that it's like, you know, when you raise your own vibration, your own consciousness, how you have an impact on so many people, like, you know, you may impact like hundreds of thousands of people. I feel like that this kind of ties into that. It's like a measurement. It's like as, as we be, our vibration is higher and our frequency is higher that it just emits out into the atmosphere. And it seems like this Schumann is it's all, you know, part of that. It's all added into that, which can then be measured. That's totally cool. Yeah, it's definitely, it's like all, all dovetailing together. Yeah. And I, and I feel like going off of all of that, when we take it back to the astronauts and having to, um, having to balance out the frequency so that they're in alignment with um, the environment that they're used to, I also can see now how, when this Schumann resonance spikes, why you have people who aren't so comfortable with it? <clears throat> and you were talking about uh, about how do you how do you react differently? And this is about maybe it's about cleaning your diet, or maybe it's you know whatever it is to help you not react as much. It's also as a collective, as we continue to raise our own vibrations and align with the energies that are currently coming in through, whether it's the sun or the planet and what have you, that. <clears throat> We're also forcing in a way, and I don't mean that in a um, in a bad way, but almost like pushing people out of their comfort zones of sleeping and getting them to wake <laughs> up. I would have to say I agree. Yeah, it's it's almost like okay, you're gonna you want to keep sleeping while we're all like waking up, and it's your time, but you keep putting your head in the sand, and I can see how that the discomfort of people maybe getting headaches and not going, what's going on? What's going on? Like for instance. I had um, a friend reach out to me uh, over the weekend um, and she's not someone I'm really close with. I knew her when I was living in the Cayman Islands and um, we were friends, but not like close friends. And she reached out to me and asked me what might be happening to her because after the full moon, she had all these headaches and she had flu-like symptoms and she's so exhausted and she didn't know what's going on. And she's wondering, is this related to the full moon? I don't know who to ask. So I'm asking you. And I can see how the energies are really starting to push people out of their comfort zones to kind of wake up and start activating. And and one answer is the flu. She said she didn't feel sick. She's like, I know I don't have the flu, but I feel like I have the flu. That's a common ascension symptom. Yeah. I actually get that a lot. 
Yeah. And so she couldn't understand it. She's like, I know I feel kind of sick, but I know I'm not sick. And she goes, and I don't know why I'm so tired. And, um, you know, and I just noticed that it happened to happen around the full moon. So, you know, when you start to have these, that kind of awareness, you're starting to tap into something a little bit beyond, well, if science would say it's this, or, you know, common sense right now in my own reality would say it's that. Just if you have that feeling of something's off than what you usually know. I love what you're doing though, Alexis, because you're bridging that gap. So you're being able to put something that, you know, on the sp- in the spiritual world is very vague and, you know, we're okay with believing things before we see them. But, you know, there's lots of people like Brian who still need to actually see things in order to believe them. Oh, I'm about to blow your mind. Oh, okay. So (laughs) I love, I love that you are, you know, actually measuring it or proving that there is a measurement to this. So it's pretty awesome. Blow our mind, Brian. All right. So this falls, I I love the idea of, you know, infinite possibilities, because if you can think it, it's a reality. And you talk about how astronauts in space need to have this, you know, uh, fake Schumann residence or whatever, you know, uh, uh, you you know, they they need to have it created for them. Um, if, If you, if you believe in, alien abduction and they're not providing that resonant frequency for you and they take you away, then you're going to have some of those, you know, withdrawal symptoms. So your, your friend could have been taken off planet. Why did you laugh? Lisa's cracking up over here. I love it though. I'm I'm, I'm more like. The world is ready gasping sort of like wow (laughs) that's awesome brian i'm gonna definitely have to ponder that much longer but i think that's really cool and it's interesting that such a a thought would come up because they do talk about other planets having their own version of the human resonance and i actually heard at one point on a particular show i'm not going to name it actually but that a whistleblower came on who had said he'd been off planet and that he knew he was off planet because the Schumann resonance felt different. And I was like, this guy's got to be kidding me. And, and I don't know why they're shooting this topic in this way into the viewers, but it was very confusing, but it did make me think again that, you know, ETs will have to think about this. If it's a standard environmental need for an electromagnetic being to have a certain frequency that they can kind of keep their atoms in place within, it makes sense that the other beings who are traveling to different frequencies will have their own environment and be aware of that, of those beings they're taking too. Well, John Travolta's character in Phenomena could could sense and feel ULF. So, I mean, if, if you know. Oh, there you go. Maybe. John's got it figured out. I know that, Nicole, I think we've talked about this and I can't remember if we've we've had a guest on, but there's something about like all. Alt- Okay, I'll just say like secret space program sorts sort of stuff where alternate environments are created, alternate realities yeah. to make you think that you're somewhere, you know, and experience something when you're really not. I wonder. It seems to me if 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 we're able to do that type of stuff, that we already know that we also have to match that Schumann free resonance so that 
we would feel like we you know that it was real otherwise we may wake up for, from it or recognize it as being false <laughs> i hear what you're saying <laughs> i'm glad you speak my language nicole <laughs> <laughs> no and i and i totally get it because if that's a thing right if that's a thing then people who let's just face it you're not going to abduct someone who doesn't isn't really awaken to the some of their own intuitive abilities or some awareness on some level like there's maybe it's whatever their part of their mission is here in this lifetime usually some of these people are abducted for various reasons right there's a, there's usually a a reason behind it whether it's something about your dna or i don't know so i would think that you'd have some level of awareness that you might be able to tap into this kind of stuff and and figure it out and you'd want to have technology in place to, like you said, mimic or recreate an environment that is basically a twin environment of what you're used to. Infinite possibilities. It's possible. Anything's possible. Everything's possible. So I, I have another question for you, Alexis. So you've been studying this, but then at the beginning of the show, you said that you've also been living in a a van that you decided to. (laughs) Yep. So, Tell is us it, about is that. it like foil lined to to help accentuate the ULFs? I wonder sometimes if this van was somehow prepared for me to just kind of feel like I'm living on an in a spacecraft and going outpost to outpost. Sometimes I feel like I'm never going to leave the metal tube I live in, but it's weird. I feel like an astronaut sometimes in the van, which I think is ironic. But it's been really nice. It's a converted Dodge. RV. So it's like a tiny little RV van sized. And it was my partner's grandparents. They bestowed it on us when we became homeless, basically. And we're like, go for it. You want a van? Go for it. And we've been in it for over a year now, just just a little over a year. We acquired a puppy in that time. He's grown up in the van. And we're just about hopefully to move into a actual house in a couple months here. And so that's going to, that, that part of my life might be moving on. So it's, it's been a cherished time because I know it's not going to last forever, but also sometimes it feels like it's never going to end. And it's kind of funny, this, this back and forth, I go, even as free as we are, I'm still like, ah, it, it's, it's been highly psychologically intense and emotionally intense. And I feel like it's helped me purge a lot of things and programming about how you're supposed to live and whatnot. The, the gamut, like everything, it, every possible emotional trigger, I feel like is it made heightened in this tiny little van. And so it's been nice. Yeah, because you don't have anywhere to run to. You know? no. <laughs> or you have everywhere to run to because you just put it in drive and hit the long skinny one on the right. That's right. It's both options. You know, it's so interesting because uh, we, we've had Frank Leifert on a couple of times. Um He's doing the same thing. He cool. got rid of his home and his home is now a a van. And he can travel around. He He's going to go is spend... Is he alone in his van? Yeah, he's alone in his van. Okay. Yeah, there's a different element when... Are you envious of him? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. More challenging with a partner, for sure. It's like... 
Sometimes I want to kick everyone out of my house. I'm like, I just want to be alone. There's not enough rooms here. (laughs) It's, it's, you know, each, each scenario has its own challenges and it's, (laughs) oh my goodness. So you're doing this, this Schumann um, weather kind of um, update for everyone. Has it evolved a little bit from where you started? Have you what have you added anything else into it, or taken it in a, in a bit of a different direction from when you started to where you're doing it now? Well, to be honest with you, I really thought I was going to be in a whole other place with it than I was than I am right now, and I had such a enthusiasm to want to bring this and create a platform and a show and be this you know, guide in a way to help people be like, Hey, everybody, scientific people who are all watching like even solar weather, they're watching a lot of factors that are also included, but the Schumann resonance seems to be such a, like an underdog. And I really wanted to help bring it more to these communities who are already studying how solar weather affects us and be like, Hey, what about this? Like, I need your advice. Like I only have a psychology degree. I really don't have all the information I want about this. And so with the van, it's been tough to set up a live stream studio, which is kind of like my dream and (laughs) live stream and create a community in that way. It's all been on my phone in not the best Wi-Fi or cellular service area. And sometimes I don't, I don't post or anything because we're not even on the map and that's cool too. And I think it's been a really good balance and I think I might've worked myself to death real fast and instead I'm getting the smooth, gradual rise of responsibility and community around this and speaking about it on podcasts has been really nice and I'm doing more videos about it now on my YouTube channel like I used to and I hope to bring it to more conferences and and just present it like there's tons of other people presenting other things that I don't totally agree with I might as well try and bring my topic up as well and get some get get some communication, get some people to talk about this. Like, I feel like there's way smarter people who already know about this stuff and they're just hiding or something. They're waiting for you. Maybe. (laughs) Well, I mean, it it just goes to show you that, um, and I think this goes for everyone, that if you've got something valuable to share, you should share it because there are a ton of people who probably have similar ideas, but don't, (laughs) you know, like you're waiting for, it's like you said, you're waiting for someone else to show it up, but you've got just as every reason and every right to speak your truth and offer it in your way. Somebody has to be first. Well, and teachers come in different packages. Not every teacher is for every student. So, you know, and, and, and also this idea of like, just because someone's speaking up doesn't mean you're going to resonate with it. It doesn't matter. It's just like you, you just let it flow and whoever's meant to be in your, you know, attracted to your energy field will be and who's not, you don't. And that's okay. Yes. I feel I've come to that peaceful place and it's been nice. I, I definitely am not trying to do it for any type of attention. It's truly just, it's been so helpful to so many people and I get so many messages and I'm just like, okay, they're all asking me to keep going. Like, please keep going. Please keep reporting and talking about this because it's helping me. My mom's asking me about it now and my coworkers and all this and like I've trans- helped transform and an office I used to work at with this information and now all those people watch the Schumann Resonance. You would never think that they would, but it does help when it's going crazy. People feel it on even some deep, 
deep level, they're, they feel a little off and they don't know what it is. And there it is. There it is right there in front of you on a scientific chart. And people kind of, they definitely think a little harder and it helps in so many ways. Like people have got off medication. There's so many things. You know, it, it, what it makes me see in my mind or think about it, it, I can understand how, oh, I'm feeling a little off. And then here's a potential reason why I'm, I'm not seeing a, the connection with, well, how do I, how do I affect that? How do I change that? Because this, the, the change in the frequency is outside of my control. So if this is happening because of what's happening with, you know, the earth and the ionosphere and, you know, whatever else, moon, sun, you know, right. Okay. Now I, Oh, that could be why I'm a little crazy. You know, can I wear like a, a tinfoil hat or, you know, I mean, is there anything that you can do to, change how you receive it or it affects you? I think what Nicole mentioned earlier is really a good way to put it. It's kind of the, it's like the push. It's an evolutionary push in a way that basically all living beings have this type of pressure on them, but we're kind of in this weird, naive place thinking that we're unaffected by nature. And I feel, I mean, it could just be a very short amount of human history where we're in this kind of state, but it's definitely a push from nature to encourage you to move and move your body. I've noticed a lot of the problems are because of the actual energy buzzing through your nervous system is too much for you to continue laying on the couch or to continue working a nine to five that's draining your body and things like that. There's another thing using energy of your body and that your body is experiencing like wind and it, it can wear you out if you're not resting enough and it can push you out of bed if you're resting too much and things like that. So you can just try and be healthier <laughs> and, and I wouldn't recommend a tinfoil hat. I would recommend <laughs> removing metals from your life even more because metals are basically in so much stuff that we consume and touch and way more than you know, most metal was a, a very prized commodity that came to North America back in a few hundred years ago. And now everybody's eating metal and it's in their brains and everything. It's in our pharmaceuticals. So it's it's too much. We don't need this metal. And I think this is a major cause of the discomfort as well. Very interesting. And through your... Um through your journey that you've taken over the last two years since you were last on the podcast, have you had anything happen through your own personal awakening that's deepened further, um, any experiences that have happened to you or awareness that's really kind of pushed itself to the forefront of your awareness and like, wow, this, I didn't even realize this or anything that you'd want to share? About um, what in general I'm, like about the enlightenment, about my own path. Yeah, all of that. And any experiences that maybe you had that really opened things up for you, pushed you in a new direction? I think actually having a lack of connection to the technology that I use and are in most of our lives, like your phone or your computer or even a smart meter on your house and Wi-Fi and things like that, being away from those artificial frequencies 
has shown me a whole other layer of, I want to say, I don't want to say it in a negative way, but this are, there's another factor here. And it seems like the technology and the, the electricity we use is not in coherence with organic, with our organic nature. And it probably could be. That makes a lot of sense. It makes sense that they could probably make the technology to vibe with our electricity of our own bodies, but for some reason they aren't that's not really a thing right now. But being away from those devices and I was deliberately, it felt deliberate, was pulled away from a lot of this stuff as much as I wanted to hold it closer. And it helped me on understand how actually uh, hypnotized we are a little bit to these frequencies and also how unhealthy we feel and how more my body was sore, more sore, you're more anxious and things like that and areas of denser electromagnetics like cities and stuff. So we'd go into the city. It can only handle being there for a few hours, like at the grocery store under the fluorescent lights with the, with the music playing. It's like so intense for me and it's so bizarre, but I can't be in there very long and I get crazy anxious and whatever. And um, a lot of people do end up moving out into the woods and stuff and away from that stuff. A lot of people who follow my blogs live in more rural areas because they know within themselves and their own experience that it's the fake stuff, the fake frequencies or the, you know, non-human frequencies that are causing you to feel all these symptoms. I've had many clients even have to move and that was their final decision. They're like, I'm moving and they've been happier for it. They've been healthier for it. I noticed that about myself that the, since I've gotten out of corporate America, you know, the nine to five and have been home basically for three years that I can only handle being out in small doses. And I, and I know that it's just a program and I'm responsible for my own energy. And if I focus, you know, I can bring my own energy in and, and all that, but I definitely notice it more now. I think it affected me before, but I had no idea what was going on. And now I'm just more aware of it. Yeah, I, I, t I noticed the same thing when I moved down to the island and um, would go back to Toronto to visit. I'd have almost like a nervous breakdown um, going through the city. I couldn't, the horns honking, the like the people trying to make red lights before, well, before it turns red light and, and just like everything felt like it was moving way too fast for me. And that was something I never thought I'd ever be even aware of because I loved the city life before I moved down to the island. So like you, I've noticed I have a hard time being in big cities as well now. It's uncomfortable. It's really uncomfortable at times. I don't like and big just, crowds. I, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I wanted to ask you something and now I just, uh, it, it left my mind. It'll come back. Well, I can also add, I've noticed on my travels, there has been another layer of experience, which involves me being more hyper aware of things like giant cell phone towers and ar tow arrays of towers seems like I always end up driving up to one or we need to go next to one and I'm, I'm staring right at it and it, I'm being shown it feels like a lot of these areas where these frequencies are being emitted right and they blanket over top of where people are living they go on high points and they blanket the area and it's it's so fascinating how this has happened and how obtrusive it 
it is, and we have not consented to this on many layers and levels. And it's, it's absurd in a lot of ways, the, the way you start to realize that we're kind of being trapped and, and covered by all of these frequencies. And, and it's mostly, you know, telecommunications companies and the military talking and using it. And they also blast uh, the actual ionosphere with more electrons and ions, and they heat it up with huge arrays and other electronics to have better communication with their satellites and bounce off radio frequencies all around the world and do all this other crazy stuff. And they also can, you know, mess with the ionosphere above an entire country just by heating up part of it, it seems like. And that can cause mental instability for the whole country. And so I've looked, I found this stuff online about talking about things like harp and so on and coming from straight up scientists who all build it and stuff. And it's, it's insane to me how these machines and things and frequencies in general have been used amongst us. And now there seems like they aren't creating them in a happy, harmonious way with humans mm. because we're having an adverse reaction to it. Well, that's actually what I was wanting to ask you about. It's so funny how that works. So I was going to say, while we were having some technical issues, you know, with you dropping off and everything, and Brian had said, oh, you live by technology, die by technology. And, you know, we've been having, and we've been having some technology issues as of late and, uh, you know, which has caused Brian and Lisa to speed up their Wi-Fi connection and their wire, their, well, their wired connection. And we were just then talking about 5G and how like, is that part of the plan? Because I don't understand how going into 2020 now in just a couple of weeks, how we're even having these issues. Like, how is this even a thing? Like me, maybe back in 2008 or something like that, maybe this would have been an issue. But I just don't think where we're at right now, these should even be issues for us. Not in like a first world country where technology is so important to everyone's daily lives. And I feel like the only, the well, not the only answer, but the most plausible answer is that they're gearing everyone up for this 5G and they're saying, yeah, this is what you want because your other connection is so slow. And I feel like they've been, you know how they do that to cell phones when you've had a cell phone for a couple of years? and they go in there and they start like basically bricking it Mm -hmm. yeah i agree that that's a very plausible tactic that they're using to try and encourage us to microwave ourselves even more and it's so weird and i don't even really know the truth the full truth behind what 5g is and what it's doing but what we're dealing with now even with our phones is still not great and (laughs) And we probably would have had worse problems. They're trying to keep it in a range of where people are not fully uncomfortable, where it's obvious it's their phone, but just enough that they're not having any Buddha uh, existential moments, you know. (laughs) We were out driving around yesterday in an area of town that we're not normally in. And we were, it was just funny you brought this up because we were noticing these massive electrical towers that were literally right next to these brand new apartment buildings. I mean, you could practically reach out your window and grab, and I don't know what the correct term for the components of these towers are, like where the wires come and wrap around this other, like these massive electromagnetic pieces of, I just can't imagine what that's doing to people's brains and how it's affecting them. Well, it causes cancer. We know that, but just just the 
the tension and the anxiety that you must feel, and you don't even have any idea why. And then they medicate. And all day long, you get to hear, mm-hmm. Which you probably <laughs> to it after a while that you don't even know that it's happening. Desensitization. Yeah, and this was in an in in a, a poorer neighborhood. Yeah, a poor neighborhood where, you know, I can imagine that there's probably just increased violence and tension, you know, in these areas because of these towers. Bingo. Yeah. It's a great it's, observation. It is, and I hope more people are making these observations. I think they are. And yeah, it's it's not great. And they're going to keep creeping up. Like they're making them look like trees now in areas that, you know, right next to a Walmart is a giant spruce trees, hashtag 5G tower. <laughs> like it, it's crazy to me sometimes to see what they're doing. And it's all a psychology thing. It really does all come down to psychology and how they can keep the the masses in a state of kind of like Fear. they don't really care. They're kind of they they're passive about it. They don't really care about it. Um, they're busy looking at their phones, you know, and it's hard. I think that's part of the plan. You know, it's easier to control a sick population, a population that isn't at its peak. So you want to keep the masses in a state where they're True. easier to control for your benefit. But it ain't gonna work. No. It's not. (laughs) We have to be aware, though. You know, the people need to wake up. Yeah, they do. And so that's why we all have to keep talking about it, at least trying to converse about it. And it's going to go out there and collect into the cloud of thoughts of humans on Earth, and it's going to stir up some stuff. That's my belief anyways. Yeah. And I, I mean, I, I see a lot of the global population waking up. I, I, I actually have a lot of hope for this place. When I, when I look at the, um, you know, just when you look at the, the news in a global perspective and at least, you know, you researching your own, your own news, there's a lot of people waking up. Politicians are not getting away. Bankers are not getting away with what they used to. So many people are getting onto this whole system and how corrupt it is and how it's meant to only serve, you know, such a small, 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 small fraction of a percentage of people. And it's always at the expense of all of us, the masses. And it's just this idea of, of course, you know, we are far greater and stronger and more resourceful than just a few fraction of a percent of people. It's just a matter of waking up. And that's that, oh, where did I, I heard this on, um, I was listening to a video on YouTube the other day and they're saying it's that idea of like, don't ever let the horse know how powerful they are. And you have them on a leash and you have a five-year-old girl leading the horse around, but the, never let the horse know how powerful it is. And I feel like that's where the population is. It's like, we need to know we're all stallions basically. And that if we just, our minds realize how powerful we are, everyone starts to wake up. And I see all like these blinking lights going across the globe of like, population starting to get more and more dense with the more awakened people. Totally. And I love it. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. So let our audience know, Alexis, where uh, they can find all of your reports and follow you and, and, and stay in touch. Okay, I can do that. So I have a YouTube channel, Facebook page, Instagram, and a Twitter <laughs> You can look up Ascension Diaries for all those things and you will be able to find me. And 
I can also be reached at ascensiondiaries at gmail.com for personal emails. And you can visit alexisbuck.com for all the links to my social media. So that's the easiest one. If you just go to alexisbuck.com, you'll find all the things you need to get in contact with me or watch what I'm doing. There's, we just reached 8,000 people on the Facebook page. I'm pretty happy to see that, which is shocking to me because I didn't think it was going to do that well. And more people want to know and watch the Schumann Resonance than I ever thought. Wow. So people are smart. And that's another big thing. I think the programming, like you were saying with the stallion, like, we need to tell people that they are smart and they are capable and they are strong and they're able to handle all of the stuff that, you know, we, they think that we can't. And it's ridiculous to me because people are very mighty and strong and fabulous. And that's another part of what I think we should try and continue to encourage others about. Oh, thanks so much, Alexis, for coming on the show. I enjoy seeing you back on YouTube and doing your videos and, um, it's, it's really cool to see your information delivered from that point of view. I appreciate that a lot. I really enjoy doing the videos. I'm hoping to have a nicer studio soon. That's, I'm still manifesting it. It's working. It's working. Where are it's you in the contents there? Where are you in the country right now? I am currently in Joshua Tree, California, hanging out at a friend's place or well, kind of house sitting. And then we're off to another area of California for Christmas. And what other festivities are going to be had? Oh, well, have a happy holiday and Merry Christmas to you and uh, big things for 2020 for everyone. Agreed. I don't (laughs) think I've heard anyone say that 2020 is just going to be a nothing mild year. (laughs) Yeah, a nothing burger. (laughs) I wasn't really warned about 2019, though, so... (laughs) Gonna follow more inspirational Instagram accounts and astrology ones. They love to warn you about all of that stuff. Yeah. Oh, thanks so much, Alexis, for being on the show. And to our audience, if you need access to uh, Alexis's links, we're gonna have that for you in the show notes below in the description. And everyone, I hope you're having a great holiday leading up to the new year. We're gonna wish you all the best for 2020. We'll be back with you in the new year. Bye. Thank you all for joining our show. We appreciate you tuning in and supporting us. If you have any questions you would like answered on the show or any guests you would like to hear on our show, please email that information to us at info at enlightenup.us. And please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And if you're interested in contacting Nicole or myself for some coaching or any of the other services we provide, you can find out more about Nicole at inflexibleme.com. And my website is lisaloveslove.com. Thank you again for joining us and supporting our show. And we will be back with you all next week.